You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Kapow, the pop cultured podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth. Full of energy tonight coming at you to talk (laughs) the movie of the month, the movie of maybe the year. We're talking Spider-Man No Way Home. In this timeline, it just opened yesterday as we're recording this. Uh, We all rushed out to see it within 24 hours of of, uh, watching it, so it is very fresh on our minds. Uh, We hope you got out to see it because we're going to spoil it. We're going to talk about every twist, turn, cameo, moment, (laughs) joke, teaser, whatever. We're going to get to all the nooks and crannies, so... If you haven't seen it yet, bookmark this and come back later after you have. And we're going to dive into it. Truth is, I accidentally brought those dangerous people here. You started getting some visitors. The world, if you're watching, wish me luck. Every universe. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man could really use some. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. Spider-Man is all but invincible. But Parker, we can destroy him. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. But together we can. You are not alone. You're struggling. And everything you want. While the world tries to make you choose. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. I want to help you. Remember, kid, with great power comes great responsibility. Cliff, as the biggest Spider-Man fan here and Doctor Strange fan, you've got to lead, lead us off. How how nuts were you to see this movie? How you were losing sleep to get out to this movie? Yeah, yeah, I I had a real internal debate whether or not I was even going to go see it, but uh, with a little bit of encouragement from encouragement from my wife, I uh, I decided last minute to uh, to go down, take it in get the full experience and uh, see what it was all about. I did no preparation, no, you know, did not watch any of the previous Tom Holland movies. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen them, um, well, but not since they came out. So, well, I didn't know we were supposed to rewatch them. Were we? Well, I think my kid has been like, I think Cooper's been watching, uh, I think he's been watching like a marathon of Spider-Man movies for a week, week and a half now. So, 
that's how I spent my week. Did you? Yeah. So yeah, I, Sunday, Sunday, I was I was wrapping presents and cleaning the house. So I'm like, I'm just putting these movies on. So I, I have, I still have all the DVDs of the Sam Raimi trilogy. <laughs> so I, I dusted off. I was cleaning anyway, so I dusted off my DVD player, popped the DVDs in, and just played all three movies on Sunday as I was puttering around the house. And then they've been playing the the other Homecoming and uh, Far From Home on FX or somewhere. So. I caught both of those this week, and some channel was playing the Andrew Garfield, the first, the first one, but I haven't seen the second ones in ages. So I saw most of the previous Spider movies in this past week, but it didn't really. I mean, this movie wasn't really in depth plot wise. Like there wasn't any little intricacies. If you vaguely remember these movies, I think yeah. you got everything you <laughs> everything you needed to know out of it. I agree. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I I thought it was, um, you know, after seeing it, I thought, well, that was, I don't know, that's probably the best Spider-Man movie I've seen. Um, like you said, I, <laughs> I haven't been a fan of, of Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange um, in, in, since he's been around in the MCU and that. I, I definitely was you know wasn't swayed away from that opinion <laughs> like I, I I was pretty much I was happy for the most part that he didn't that he didn't have a whole lot of screen time um in this you know he was in it plenty for me so I've seen people complain that this version of Spider-Man hasn't even really had a solo movie and that the first one it was all about Iron Man and how he connected to Iron Man and the second one was Nick Fury and mm-hmm. him you know getting into all that corner of the Marvel universe. Now this one's Dr. Strange. It's like, you know, he hasn't really had his own time to shine. Aim being in all the, the teen movies he's been in. Well, and, and certainly if they want to, that they, they set it up with this movie that yeah, he can go yeah. do all that now. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I was perfectly happy with what it was. It didn't, Jordan and I were in the same theater. We saw it at the same time. We did, we were not sitting together, but um, there was a there was a lot of cheering, a lot of uh, uh, just general excitement in, in our theater. It wasn't all the way full, but it was full enough that people were pretty pretty hyped up for it, and they were pretty excited when uh, whenever there was a, a cameo um, of some sort in the in the film. So. I did not have that reaction. I was just like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> so, and again, I don't know what was common knowledge going into it. What was assumed? What was hoped for? What was leaked? I mean, I, I know people had, like, I generally avoid stuff. I, I'm not really militant about it, but I don't. I don't read reviews before I go in. I don't. I don't watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't go over the trailers frame by frame if I even watch the trailers. But like the day, yeah, the day it came out, a customer was in. It's like, oh, I'm on my way to go see it. Because now I know Morbius is in it because I, I saw a, a, a screen grab from the trailer, and I'm sure Venom's going to make it. Like he was listing all these things that he was 100% sure of. I was yeah. like, oh great, he spoiled that. It's like you can't spoil if you don't know what you're talking about. So I don't know. I, I feel like. This is one of those movies where people had all these crazy expectations, but it kind of paid them off. Like this, this was a level of fan service 
like we've talked before how the Avengers movies are, are so crazy they even exist that they've they've managed to construct this you know massive unwieldy thing but like this takes it to a whole new level of fan service that even just a couple years ago would I would have told you you're crazy that mm-hmm. this would have been possible but again they've pulled it off and the crowd was eating it up and cheering and and loving every minute of it so again I don't know I I'll never say that there's something they can't do because it's just, they just keep doing things I would never believe possible. I, I really liked, uh, the, the, the men but it reminded me a lot of like, these villains are terrible. I always thought they were terrible. I always thought they looked terrible and you could have, you know, they did improve one, but I felt like they could have improved all of them a little bit there instead of leaving them. I feel like they kind of did, or they at least tried to ground them a little bit where like, you know, these, uh, these previous trilogies are two thirds of a trilogy. <laughs> like it was all like, you know, how comic book movies used to be. Like everything was big and operatic and like really hammy acting. And like, I'm the villain here to destroy you. That kind of thing. Where the Marvel movies have tried to ground that a little bit. But if, yeah, so these guys, it felt like they walked in from a different movie, which obviously they did. So yeah, seeing, you know, these great actors like Alfred Molina and, uh, and, uh, Willem Dafoe are very good actors. But in these roles, they're so over the top and crazy. So, but yeah, I mean, just get, giving the guy the purple hoodie to put on improves the, <laughs> improves the Green Goblin <laughs> from that weird plastic uh, costume he wore in the first one. So yeah, I liked what they did with all the villains. Jamie Foxx, his Electro was more interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah, I yeah, to me, all the villains were better than their previous incarnations. That's what I was gonna say I was, uh, when he said that. I was, I was like, I think literally every villain was better in this one the little changes they made. They all just look the same to me. You well, know, the crappy the same... CGI, Sandman, the... Yeah, the lizard, the Sandman, yeah. all these billions of dollars. I don't know how they, they didn't look that much better. But, but then again, I when at the point, they're supposed to be just plucked right out of there. You know, that's who they are. Pulling what they looked like then into this universe. If they look different here... It would have been weird, you know. I don't know. Well, they. I think they could have looked the same and been done better. Like it just. It looked like CGI from two thousand three. Sometimes, a lot of times. That was yeah. that was my big know. hang up. I thought Spider Man stuff was great, but it was just the villains were, yeah. But I always, I always had that opinion before. I always thought the villains were, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they. I mean, that's famously the Green Goblin looked terrible. The mask. I mean, that I like that. There's like, yes, he's here. This mask is still stupid. Yes, we're smashing it. It's gone. Put a hood on. And then the next one, he's got Better. a Kylo Ren and weld it back together. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciated they gave them all even if it was thin, they gave them all kind of unique motivations. It wasn't just like, we're the bad guys. we got to kill Spider-Man. You know, Sandman just wanted to go home. He didn't care about the rest of them. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, I can't 
he was in this movie. Yeah, Doc, Doc Ock, he had different reasons for wanting to, to do what he did. So, yeah, everybody had... I had this thought earlier. Now I'm, I'm losing my train. <laughs> losing well, they my each train brought their own different baggage to it. Where what they where right, they left right. off, what they were there for, and it wasn't just yeah, like you're saying collectively. Like, hey, we're all, you know, after exactly the same thing. You know? So yeah, yeah. I was saying the ending made sense that it wasn't just a big brawl, which it was, but they were all fighting for something different. They were all fighting for their own self interest, and it had all been set up at least. You know, yeah, I said, even if it's, uh, you know, for a movie with this many villains to have them, they all, everything kind of tracks through, there's a through line for each of them and their characters, uh, which again, it just it wasn't, wasn't necessary. You could just throw them all in there and have them fight Spider-Man and people would have been okay with it, I'm sure. Yeah, I, man, I'm just a, I just saw it a couple hours ago, so I'm still digesting everything, but. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm trying mm -hmm. to think what what I was surprised by. I mean, I didn't know how. I hadn't. I'd only seen the first trailer, but you know, it. So I don't know what what you really saw in the last couple. I'm assuming probably too much, but the, but still, you can't avoid. What knowing what this was going to be, I didn't know for sure that Andrew Garfield was going to be in it. So. I, I mean, I was pretty sure, but, yeah. but so, but when he was revealed, that, I was, that was pretty exciting. You know, when he, he came in and took his mask off or whatever, that was uh, a little exhilarating. Like, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be a cameo. He is here yeah. in this movie doing stuff, a lot of stuff. That, that, that guy, was amazing. That guy's having a month right now. Oh, yeah. Garfield. <laughs> That's a, that's that and the fact that they were the ages they were like he's they're older mm -hmm. these spider-men are older you know and they didn't try to make it like they plucked these villains seemingly from their edge of death you know some of them and in those moments we remember, but not the, the Spider-Men are not from there. The Spider-Men have lived. They, they're old and bitter <laughs> and, and they didn't bother trying to CGI them up or anything. They are, you know, right. I, I don't know. There was, that was, that was good. Cause that's not your instinct. The instinct is to do exactly what you did with the villains. Like we're, we're also bringing the Spider-Man in and they're going to, have some fakey pretend we're you nothing is well, this yeah. is no not understanding anything no these are wise old spider-men <laughs> you know that, that's that was good that, that gave it a yeah, there's a lot to say about that all you needed and all i'm sure there are people who just who expected in the final battle Oh, Peter's, you know, about to die. Oh, these other Spider-Man came in and rescued. Like, that's all you really needed was a glorified cameo. But, like, again, you brought them in early. You developed their character. You showed how they relate. Like, that that was my favorite part of, parts of this movie. I could have watched the whole movie of them just sitting on the roof talking. Right. That I Like, okay, that probably could have been edited down. It was kind of long and fan service again, but... Oh, a lot of it, it was felt like... I loved it. A lot of it felt like 
deleted scenes, it, it felt like, hey, riff for a while here. Yeah. Only yeah. we're going to leave it all in the movie. And I would have loved like a weird little indie low budget movie of just them sitting around talking. I, I would have paid a ticket just for that. Well, I think what they, the magic they found in that, that they, that, that they wanted to dwell on it because they don't, they're not going to get it again. This is it. Spider-Man's a loner. He, he is that guy that nobody knows what it's like to be Spider-Man. That's his, that's his whole deal. He's misunderstood. He's, you know, beaten down in the press. Nobody knows what it's like to have to have all of this on your shoulders, having to, you know, balance on an edge, keeping your aunt alive and your friends safe and everything and try to go to school and do all, all these things you have to do and nobody understands. And now you have two friends now that are the only people that could understand and, and the support they were able to give him was just that they wanted it's like everybody wants to see that you know you, you just got to revel in that a bit as these guys said it's okay i do get it i do i you're or, or like you're amazing you are amazing <laughs> and that feels meta in some in a lot of ways where like people are constantly comparing them oh who's your favorite is it toby mcguire mm. andrew garfield and like like no you're great too like it right. felt even like the actors because yeah. you know this is also a little bit of a curse like being a superhero you become more world rich and famous but you're put through so much nonsense and the fans are so demanding and you got to go to comic con and shake everybody's hands like this feels like them coming back to it and celebrating hey i was spider-man one time like how yeah, cool is that exactly it's not it's not just the fact like i'm saying just peter parker that though peter parker's getting to support each other it's the actors that had to do that like you're saying that they, they andrew garfield got, did not have the exciting time he thought he was going to have being spider-man and like you've got taylor mcguire who did you know get to say dude you were good you were very amazing and i i feel i understand what you went through you know that is oh, there's a lot of meta to this that we'll get get to later. All right, but that was some other thoughts. Probably my favorite line of the thing is when Garfield's like, "Yeah, Peter number three. <laughs> like he yeah. knows he's number three. All right, that was <laughs> I laughed out loud many times. Things like that. That was funny, very funny. Ah, oh. but can I put on my fanboy hat and like, okay, what we got was terrific, but again, it's a little bit undersold. Like the way I complained about Civil War, Captain America Civil War came out. It's like you're hyping a civil war, and there's like eight people in this fight. Now, eventually, we got to end game, and everything was amazing. But like this is like the dimensions are cracking open, and everyone from every universe is coming. Well, every universe is two universes. And like I knew, like the '70s Spider-Man from the TV show there, wasn't going to walk. There's in only and, so like, much you could do. I want to. We weren't going to get Miles Morales. We weren't yeah. going to get. Yeah, you know, we. It wasn't going to be that. But we it, don't own everything. Some part of me, that's like it was just two universes. Like that's not a, that big a deal. Especially after I spent this week listening to uh, the Source Material podcast, I listened to four parts of uh, our buddy Jesse Starcher covering the Spider-Verse miniseries from a few years ago with, uh, 
I forget the the guy's name was on there with him, but they he they cut went through the the whole series and talked about and there was like a billion different you know, obviously the comics, you can have everybody in there. You just have to draw them and and you don't have to go, you know, talk to their agent or anything to get them in there. So like you're saying, yeah, it would have been totally awesome to see versions, all these, you know, Easter eggy things, you know, but but then again, then again, if you do want, if they had done one oddball, they'd have had to do a million of them. So just yeah. it's better to yeah, and just i don't not. even know if i would have wanted that right but i i you know i can't help being a <laughs> pedantic yeah. fan but we got other I, stuff though you know we got matt murdoch from yeah, that was, i mean so they they did some other stuff too to to make it bigger um i like when he caught that brick or whatever <laughs> he's like how'd you do that i'm a really good lawyer <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. Yeah. But, you know, just bringing him in and, you know, we've already talked about Hawkeye and, and Kingpin and that whole universe b- being brought into this, whatever they're going to do with all of that, then you got other stuff too to cheer on. Just, so. just, uh, just the, how, the, who, how they pulled that, this off. Like, I mean, I know, I assume that if I'm, Toby and McGuire and they come and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. We want to bring it. I, or a, insert any of these actors in there. I would assume they're going to be like, Oh yeah. Because they, they already said, yeah, back before, you know, and now when these movies are the biggest thing ever, they want to be a part of it again. Mm-hmm. But, but still the contracts that would have to have been, figured out to get all these people Yeah, because if this. one of the actors doesn't want to do it right then and one's on board yeah you, then you have to have everything. everybody in yeah it's amazing and it, yeah and then they'll get people so i i still can't believe it there i was a little disappointed that like emma stone wasn't in it somehow or i i had thought you know when the universe is cracking open you know are we gonna see a mary jane or an Aunt May from another universe. Like, is is it just the villains? I, maybe that's where my disappointment is. That I thought there'd be something I, like that. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that that's the even just footage. A, you know, showing a scene. Of, you don't even have to film it. Something new. Like, even if they just showed yeah. some shot from another movie or something. Well, all these MCU movies to me, Spider-Man has always felt like he's been alone. Even though they did the the home movies, they always felt a little different than Iron Man and Captain America and Ant-Man and whatever. Um, Like it wasn't tied in quite as tightly. And the end credit scene with the, I've never seen the Venom movies. I don't really know anything about that stuff. And like that being the, I was totally lost. Well, like I was I like, mean, why are why are, why are we switching back? You know, I felt like, oh, we're I didn't finally... see the last one either. But but even if you had seen none of that, with all you get from you get from that that he came along with everybody else in this situation, and he's li- leaving the same see, way they all just left. That's why I was a little confused because I didn't know if if that was like in the same universe as 
the Tom Holland Spider-Man like before the Venom movies or no, no, I mean it, it's or? it's just like what when he disappears at the end of that scene, it's just like all these other suckers disappearing, going back to their universe. Has Tom Holland Spider-Man? How did Topher Grace not come out of the bathroom? Like where did he right. go? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Why is my suit just laying on the bar there? Has Tom Holland been in the Venom movies with Tom Hardy? No, it's a different universe, right? There's something I mean, none of us have seen Venom two yet, but there's some post credit sequence I've heard I people think, hush I, hush whispering I have, about. I haven't seen it either, but it has to be him yeah. being blipped into this universe. So, something, you know, something it has to be him coming that into that bar it. or something. Is you know that's what I get from seeing this scene. It has to be the beginning of that scene. You know, like him coming there like everybody, like the other villains did or whatever, and then mm-hmm. him leaving at the end of this movie. And I saw people, you know, because there were five main villains, like, you know, Spider-Man is very famously the Sinister Six. Why wasn't there six? And they're taking that as the joke. You know, Venom was number six, but he just went to the bar and said he didn't have anything to fight about. So that, that again, I don't know if that's a meta thing or not. Yeah. But, yeah. but again, we've tied in already. He's swimming through. He swings past Rogers the musical billboards, which we established in Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And there was a reference in the last Hawkeye episode uh, about seeing the, the updated Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's that awesome. has to be something. And so it's like, again, we're going back to those old comic books where a thing that happens in this issue this month mm-hmm. has some kind of reverberations. And you don't mm-hmm. have to read them both. But, you know, if you do... You get you get extra little details. Right, like, yeah. How do million dollar movies do that? <laughs> yeah, we're so lucky. I I just think like these stories that we're seeing. It's kind of like I. Again, I equate all these things to playing tabletop RPGs, but it's like that the number one thing. I think if you've got a good idea for something to put in the story, do it now because. Because mm-hmm. you may never get another chance. Yeah, and and that's how this this it feels like in the MCU. It's like they they did this time travel with the you know end game stuff, and then and this is this is even more uh, you know aggressive, and and like where do you go from here? Like where how do you top these things? And yet. And when, well, I want to know, I mean, you, that could have been no time ago. I mean, I know they've been doing plan, planning this for years, getting this together, but I want to know the moment that somebody was like, I ha- I got it. Here's what we, what we can do, you know, cause this writes itself. Like, honestly, once you had this idea of bringing there wasn't all these- much to like the, the plot, you can describe it yeah. about two sentences. Like right. there, it wasn't a very, Marvel sometimes has complex. This guy mm-hmm. has to go on a quest to do this. It was just like, no, these guys are here and they need to go, and maybe yeah. we shouldn't kill them. Yeah, I mean, it, it writes itself. It, it's it, I, whoever had the idea had to have been like, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to pull this off. We'll never be able to get all these actors back. It's totally a pipe dream. But here's the story we could tell, and then for it for that to come to fruition is mind-boggling that they were able to do it uh just the i, I loved as soon as the toby mcguire like shot webs i was like are they going to address that and they did they mm-hmm. just 
totally had a conversation about it and about like what you're thinking, you know, the stuff, the jokes that are made about it is like, you know, the, uh, you know, like what they call it, but, you know, basically being, not being able to perform, you know, you know that, that was, that Locky was a block. Yeah. I was like, wow, I can't believe they're talking about this. And, and the fact that that's ridiculous, but not ridiculous. Like the whole, I remember that being a thing at the time. Was that, you know, was it ever in any of the comics that he could that do was, that? That was the biggest thing was organic web shooters versus mechanical. Like, right. That was, Back in you know the early two thousands, that was the hot topic of nerds everywhere. But what had it been in the comics at all, or was I he always feel like they shooters? retconned it at some point after this? Oh. Like you never really needed web shooters, and then like that didn't stick around long. Well, obviously, the it's not the craziest thing ever. If you get bit by a radioactive spider right, right. and you can stick to the ceiling, you know maybe you can shoot webs. Is that okay? Which is more harder to believe, that, or you got bit by a radioactive spider? You can crawl around the ceiling, and you're a super genius who invented web this substance. You know that can be used. Uh, you know it's not. It doesn't sound so crazy. You know compared to the web shooters. Anyway, the fact that they were able to do what they did here and give closure to these Spider-Men, you know, most obviously uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker being able to save Mary Jane was especially because he didn't get a third movie. Right. To do you know, it, you have the you dark. Do it. Yeah, you have the yeah. dark part two, and then in part three, something you know he never got that. So this, yeah, yeah. especially that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I I was very impressed. That I was like, this is he's getting to do this. He's getting to have his yeah his happy ending, which was awesome. And then the the whole combination you know of them getting to spend some time with him and tell him you know don't be old and bitter don't like us you know do be a better spider-man you know but he he has that uh revenge he wants you know because aunt may dies which what would you guys think of that like when that happened i i did it was so it was a little awkward it was a little clunky there for a second. It almost felt to me like are things like colliding here because it's definitely like a do I, I wanted I had not watched the Spider-Man one in forever. I watched rewatched Spider-Man two a couple months ago, but when Uncle Ben dies, does was it just like that? Does it does he like say, I just need to what she keeps saying, like she was like, I just need to rest for a second or what you know, I don't yeah, know. It's, it just, like the, it's like the car jacking on the sidewalk. Yeah. He's dead okay. pretty quickly. Well, okay. But anyway, Cliff, Cliff but, did you have any thoughts? I had, I, uh, I mean, on, on the Aunt May thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. that probably like my experience of course was different than, than both of yours. I'm sure. 
just because I don't have that much of a, I don't really have an emotional attachment to the, any of these movies. Oh, I um, I am so emotionally attached to Aunt May. I, I, you don't even know. <laughs> I, I love her. Um, <laughs> I told my son asked me today just a little while ago. He 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 said, "Well, how was the movie?" I said, "Oh, it was great." So it was great. You're going to love it. Yeah. Um, because that was as I was watching it the whole time, and you know, there's guys younger than me yelling and cheering every time somebody new comes on screen and I'm like, Oh my, you know, my son is going to love this. I think, I think it's a really good movie. Um, I just don't, it, it's not in game to me. It's not, you know, yeah. a, so when a dozen she's other movies to me, but when, so she, when suddenly she's dying, you're not like, I actually thought like that hit harder. Um, I thought her dying and the Andrew Garfield, you know, Save an MJ hit harder than anything else in the movie. Um, uh, just on an emotional sc- scale of it, because I thought, okay, because I, you know, Marissa Tomei's her Aunt May has been a, a bit, had a larger part um, in the, in the Marvel, un- the cinematic universe than the other two did. Well, they had to go. This is a one change. Like they, what's Marvel got a hold of this stuff? any of these things there's no poor people in the marvel universe yeah. anymore like yeah. like <laughs> like it's no more like uh aunt, old aunt may here take this my last 20 dollars right we're right. broke it's like no no we're all we're all got plenty of money yeah i've so got she, tony stark's charge card yeah you know. she she's been the only character you know not a, not that she's been they've highlighted that as a as a huge thing but her character was you know she was a a working with poor people or social worker or whatever she, you know, her job yeah. was. I mean, is that, um, is that, is that a thing in the comics too? Uh, that feast, I just know the, from the video game. Yeah. In the comics, that's her, like, yeah, she volunteers at this feast center and you know, there's, there's a whole subplot. There's a super villain who runs that, but that doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I, the, the, is that the negative guy? Yeah. That's yeah. all. That is the video game. That is completely the video. Because yeah, the comics have been portraying her as the decrepit, ancient old woman. Mm. Like she's she's got gray hair, but she's still active and yeah, volunteers and does all the social work mm. and stuff. So. so yeah. So as far as she went, I I thought it was a real. I thought they did a nice story with her. Just yeah, I didn't know what's of... happening. As soon as she said with great power there comes great response i was like oh my god she's gonna die yeah i I had that same thought and it needled me i swear i thought they were gonna deflate it with a joke and it would have crushed me there were a couple moments in this movie that and the andrew garfield moment that i thought there was gonna be a punchline and I was like, yeah. "Don't do it, don't," because these movies are so quippy and so nothing's so serious. Everything's a joke, and like, I don't know. Her laying there, or like, I thought they were gonna do a twist around. I, I don't know. It, I, I thought it was gonna screw it up. But then when I, when I realized they weren't, that's when I knew it was serious. So I was like, "Oh, they're not making a quip here about anything." Holy cow! They're actually going to kill her off, and I didn't like it. I sitting there in that room I'm like oh, i don't like you know it's aunt may she's the cornerstone of his his life she's you know she's what he does this for but the longer i've thought about it i've i kind of have come around to like they just did it from a different angle like now marissa tomei aunt may is his uncle ben mm-hmm. 
because we skipped all that stuff. These well, movies had no Uncle Ben moment. Mm-hmm. We had no origin story. This whole trilogy was the origin story. The entire trilogy, mm-hmm. it we learn her moral values that have rubbed off on him and her impact and how she treats other people. And we've, re- we've established that relationship. Every other movie, Uncle Ben dies in the first 15 minutes. We never know him. He's just, he's an idea. I yeah. like they're like, well, what's my, the, my Uncle Ben died. My Uncle Ben died. And he's yeah. just like, I don't even have an Uncle Ben. Yeah, does, do, we, do there's I? been no mention. I don't know. That. And I, don't I, haven't, know. I haven't missed that at all. That is the Batman, you know, alley yeah. scene over and over and over again. And I'm just like, I've seen it a billion times. I am done with that. Yeah, so it instead of glossing it over in 15 minutes, we took three entire movies to set it up and to really care for Aunt May and to see their relationship and how, how, how much he relies on him and how much she relies on, how much he relies on her and she to him. So then it just meant so much more. It was so much more impactful than just that, you know, uncle Ben, he's, you know, Oh, great power responsibility. Okay. Yeah. We, we've heard it before. And so at that point, yeah, the trilogy is the whole, or we, the thing we skipped, <laughs> we've, we didn't skip it. We spent three whole movies and then boom, he's sewing a costume by hand. We've shed all the Tony Stark stuff. There's no more relationships. He's not an intern. He doesn't have a Stark internship and all that stuff. Now he really is a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in a crappy apartment with no money. And you know, he's a little orphan kid trying to help neighbors and like, boom, now he's Spider-Man. Because all three of these movies, he's never quite felt like Spider-Man. Like, we've talked about he's Iron Man Jr. or he's this version or that version. And, like, again, I don't know what the contracts are. I don't know how many more of these movies he's going to make. But this feels like the first chapter of something. Man, it feels like the last chapter. I I know exactly what you're saying, but I got a different vibe from that. Because... What you're saying is right. Like they, it took three movies, but he did what none of those other Spider Man got to do. He he went to space. Like he said, you know, like like yeah. it, he he was with the Avengers, whoever they are, and he has done it all. He's done everything they never got to do, the biggest and wildest things, and now, but he uh, he is now an an adult Spider Man. If you know, he, he, he's on his own. Like you say, he's making his own costume and everything, but what does, to me, it was just very like impactful when they're staying at the graveside and happy. I don't know whether he says something like, you know, you have somebody special and then they're going to, they're gone. And I don't remember what he says, but, you know, get, getting that, you know, talking about her being gone, but talking about, Tony being gone, but I don't think that's what they're talking about. I think they're talking about him. This is, this is it. You, you, what you, you had somebody for a short period of time. Marvel (laughs) had Spider-Man for a short period of time. And we don't know what's going to happen from here. But we got we told our story and we pulled out all the stops. We did everything. Yeah, even if this is the last one, and it's ten years from now, re reboot it with a new actor or whatever. Well, that we're still at ground zero. Like this is yeah, this we've kind of reset the board. Wherever we go from here, good yeah. luck, Sony. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because this is where we're leaving you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I thought too. I was actually going to ask you guys, like, what what's your preference after watching this? Do you want to see more Tom Holland, or are you good? And we're going to go back to this formula of in two years there's going to be another Spider-Man movie with a reboot, a new guy, and Sony's I, I, back in control. Sign, didn't he just just sign on for three movies or something? It's all rumor at this point. Yeah. First they said he know. was done. He said he was done. Then they then the rumors started circulating. Oh, he's going to do another three of them. So we don't really know at this point. I don't know. I mean, what would what would I want? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would I want ultimately? Ooh, um, is uh, yeah, I would want more Tom Holland and and more Marvel Tom Holland because yeah. they're doing it right. I liked all three of these movies. I like him. Like he he. He did a lot of cry face this movie, but he did it well. And, you know, when I look at those three Spider-Men and, you know, feel like you said, 20 years of Spider-Man, he's good. He is right. He's, he's the most Peter Parker of them. And, and that whole, I love that arc too, of like the clue, the, the arc that Tobey Maguire got here, that they it did not. There was some clunkiness, but to set it up at the end, you know, this he's filled with this revenge. He wants to kill. He's going to kill this guy, and and Tobey Maguire gets to set up and say, "Don't be old, bitter like that. Don't do what I did. Don't." My uncle died, and I, you know that. I got revenge on that guy, which, you know, that's, that's one way of twisting how that, that movie went, but, you know, basically he's getting, he gets to jump up and stop him from killing green goblin and, you know, changing the way, you know, doing, stopping him where no, no one stopped himself in the, you know, first movie. It's like, I don't know if they pulled all that off, but it was still something that, I'm amazed they got to try, you know, to do when he, I, I thought the stab getting stabbed and it not amounting to anything was a little. Odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That kind of surprised me a little bit. I was I like, was like oh, he's going to die, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, which would have been fine. It's yeah. not like that. It's, it's further along in his timeline. Like who, who cares if that Spider-Man yeah, that, lives? That would have felt a little cheap emotionally. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I am all for not beating a dead horse and not grinding these things on the ground, but I would be all for more solo movies with this guy. Like, But solo, yeah, if, if you were going to follow this yeah. thread yeah. of a gro- of a grown-up Tom Holland. Especially if you make the stakes a little more personal and smaller. Like, we, he, he's been fighting Thanos in space and global, <laughs> you know, defense satellites. That, like, everything's been huge and epic, like... If like Venom comes after him and he has to stop Venom, like that would be a fine next movie. Like I would, yeah. If if you could do one on one solo story, I'd be all for it. It'd have to be a much lower thing. Like it's so funny because I I well for the movie we watch the trailers and see that Jared Leto thing, <laughs> and it's like that after the movie. I'm like, oh, I'm ne- never watching that. Like, yeah. like after this movie, I can't go back from movies like this. That's my whole Garbage, point. Is like, you know? are you going to continue to let Sony make Spider-Man movies 
with like at all because they're all to me just terrible. Venom's yeah. terrible. Morbius is going to be terrible. The whole universe is terrible because it's never going to compare to what Disney is doing or has done. And I, I just, I'm not in it. Like I was, I felt like after watching that great ending, stop. Yeah. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, It felt like a stopping point. It did to me. It did not feel like a brand new day. It felt like, yeah, this is it. This was, this was it. You know, we we put a ribbon on it. They had to have so, something at the end saying, "Well, now he's just the classic Spider-Man," which is that was his mm-hmm. origin story. Those three movies is a great our telling of his origin story for the classic Spider-Man. But we're never going to do it because yeah. this isn't. We don't own this guy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that was as much as I enjoyed it. I also felt those little bit of cracks of like the things that worry me about these multiverse movies and Loki and time travel, like how much I love the continuity and how tight everything is plotted. Like it's already starting to feel like, okay, well then what's next? Are we going to have other things come from other dimensions that like Mm -hmm. if Dr. Strange can just wave his wand and change things like again, they, they haven't done anything to really, offend me or 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 change my mind but i just keep waiting for it i keep waiting for the other shoe to drop there's for them step, to mess this up yeah. this perfect way to go thread there's a way to go too far like like yeah. you you said before you don't like these multiverse things and i get it because of that reason it's the same same thing okay so jesse's in my dragon age campaign now so of course i've introduced time travel in our last session time travel was introduced great now scott. <laughs> great scott so now that's great and everything, but you have to be very careful because once you introduce time travel, you're the, everyone is going to always think, how can we fix this with time travel? Right. You're yeah. like such a Scrooge because that stuff is so fun. Yeah. These fun, that's all so fun seeing other versions of people and all this stuff, but it also like uh, some I, part I, of me is always like, I don't like this. I always I don't feel like, like I with don't the like original. this at all. <laughs> I always like the multi- verse stuff but i always like it because it, as long as they can bring it back into one yeah it's fun to do for a little bit yeah. but always have always have that exit strategy of bringing it back to one it has to get closed really well you yeah. can't leave venom laying on the bar mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. clean up your symbiotes yeah. <laughs> well. Well, one, i forgot to mention earlier uh the one thing i was expecting and a little disappointed Octavius kind of switches sides and becomes the good guy, and yeah. I wanted some nod to I'm a superior Spider-Man. Like yeah, I, I thought there nice. might be some yeah. like he's also a version of Spider-Man in some universe, yeah. but that that's a little deep. Yeah, I uh, it definitely between watching this and honestly just listening to Jesse talk about the Spider-Verse thing for four hours or whatever. I listened the 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 uh, heck out. I love Spider-Man like. I, it makes me want to go read some of those runs I missed and start ordering omnis and all. Oh, I'm, that I'm sure there's omnibuses out to there. please you. <laughs> yes, I know. But it's just like there's so much good stuff out there. There's so many good Spider-Man stories. He's such a good that 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 character of. Ever, that's why it was just so so such a novelty to watch 
these Peter Parkers together because he's always so nobody gets what it's like to be Spider-Man. And, you know, that's so easy to, uh, that's the draw, honestly. I also was thinking about when I, when I was listening to Spider-Versing, you know, like what my first Spider-Man I, I mentioned before was the electric company, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Where are you coming from, Spider-Man? Nobody knows who you are. Okay, true believers, here he is, your friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. Today's episode, Spidey meets the Spoiler. And let's hope our favorite web-slinger hasn't also met his match. Ever alert, the legendary wall crawler is looking for something. And he's found it. A rubber glove sandwich. Hard to bite, difficult to chew, and impossible to swallow. And I don't know whether, I highly doubt that was in the Spider-Verse series, but the, um, it was that guy, just a guy in a suit or whatever. It's like a comic strippy thing. Morgan Freeman would be in it and stuff. You know, it's like, this is the early 70s version and i'm i would love to go i should go back and watch that and see what made me like that like it looks terrible and <laughs> i don't know what about it but i know i was and that's why i watched the electric coming it was just like when is spider-man going to be on it i was so like amazed by that character and it couldn't well, be couldn't have been doing anything <laughs> now that you, you're talking about this i feel like maybe does this movie only work with the character as strong as spider-man or yeah. with a history of movies as beloved as these are. Like, you couldn't do this movie with the X-Men movies. We're yeah. like, let's bring in characters from, the, you know, we've done that with Quicksil multiple Quicksilvers and stuff. But, like, I, people don't love those movies the way right. they love these Spider-Man movies. Right. And, like I said, hearing those cheers in the theater, these are people who grew up with these. these they, you know, they, they these are part of their childhood or some fabric of their lives where uh, we were already adults when these movies were coming out yeah. and we're already sort of like yeah we've seen comic movies before these are fine but like to a, a pretty substantial part of the earlier younger generation like these movies have always been there these yeah and and now they're memes i'm something of a scientist myself and that kind of stuff like these movies live on as bigger than they were because they're part you know they're they're gifts and memes and they're just, I don't know, there's just something bigger than the sum of their parts. And I feel like yeah, if you just pick some other movie, like, oh, let's let's take movie, you know, characters from, I don't know, let's have Dolph Lundgren Punisher meet Thomas Jane's Punisher. Like, I don't, <laughs> that just doesn't, that's, or, that's yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else, who, what else is there that there's like multiple people playing the same character? There's lots of Batmans, I guess. Oh, lots God, of Supermans, yes. yeah. but James Bond. Lots of James Bond. The James Bondiverse. Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I was thinking what you were saying, Cliff, about Cooper relaying it. Because to me, my first instinct was like, this is just so made for us. Like, we have all this history of watching all this and reading all these things and stuff. And like, you know, I was telling you, watching. I was like, I just want to say, 
this was in the comics, kind of, you know, <laughs> the, the, and they did this. Remember, he revealed himself in Civil War in the comics, and then they well, wanted to go back on it. And he was married to Mary Jane, and he was a professor or whatever, and they wanted to go back to the status quo, and they came up with this thing, and yada, yada. But, but, but then, like, so it's just like, we have so much history with this, but then, yeah, watch it with Nick today, and he, and he is, he watches the Marvel movies, but he doesn't, he's not anywhere he, he's like they're fine or whatever yeah, but yeah. this mm-hmm. got his attention yeah because he grew up when he right. was a kid we i took him to these things and he and he didn't read things. comics no so no, he'd go to the comic shop with me and sit down right and, and do nothing you know, yeah I, frankly it was offensive but yeah <laughs> and, i was a little well, insulted yeah so so but he definitely liked toby mcguire spider-man back yeah. then and so so this he was he did not wasn't really he was so enough of a level of not being interested in it that he wasn't following the buzz online he didn't know exactly uh, you know even as much as i knew what was going to happen so it was neat to see him enjoy this like wow you know so it's it's yeah. so it's close to like you know how much cliff is loving this he-man cartoon on netflix like it's taking a thing it is that was beloved and like bring it back into pop culture and and up to respectability and making it more out of it than it maybe yeah. it was back then. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was my entire point to him is I told him nothing about the, I, I don't, of course he's, he has watched the trailers. I'm sure he knows such and such is going to be, in oh, it. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, he's, he knows all that, but he's anticipating that because he's really excited because these are when he, at that time period, when he was a little kid, when they were little kids, this was the biggest superhero franchise. And it, like you said, it was just, it was at its peak. Those movies were as he was growing up, because I remember even with Andrew Garfield, we went and we watched both of those movies. I actually liked them better than the Tobey Maguire movies, because I just, I don't know. I thought I was never a big Tobey Maguire guy, but to him, I mean, this is this is a big deal. Like he's driving to Columbus Monday. He's waiting till Monday to see it. He's going to the AMC. This is a good IMAX movie. This yeah, be, I did think when I started hearing really good buzz, I thought, oh crap, I should have, <laughs> I should have figured out a way to see this in IMAX. Yeah, that's what he's doing. And you know, for like you said, for me, I would never. I'm not going to go see Spider. I'm not driving all the way to Columbus to see Spider Man. But if it was anything else, if it was Star Wars, if it was you know whatever. Um, what the worst? This the whole like Kevin Feige like continues. I I I I know we give him. Who knows if he deserves all the credit he gets? But <laughs> yeah. but again, a movie fixing old movies like not enough to make you want to go back and watch them again. Right, but but, the, but like taking these things like Amazing Spider-Man and fit fixing them like giving yeah. the giving these villains a proper send-off where you know a it, giving everyone closure and things is just like amazing it, it's crazy and like, it's very quickly we already, we already know this is very quickly going to be a fad we isn't know the Feige flash doing it doing some star wars yeah yeah okay now what's he gonna fix i, I can't know. wait i don't know 
But like with DC, they've they've already you know been in production this new Flash movie where they've got Keaton's Batman and stuff in it, and it's very quickly going to become a fad. Like everything, yeah, but can does. everybody pull it off? No, That's absolutely not. That's why I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, too much of a good thing. Right, right. Yeah. So, but I, I thought this. I, I do think this was, in my opinion, the best Spider-Man movie I've seen. Um, not including you know Endgame and and those where he wasn't. It wasn't a Spider-Man movie. It was a you know Avengers movie or Captain America or whatever. Um, so in that, but yeah, I'm not good. It's not something that I was like, yeah, this good on them. I, I was very positive about it. I thought this was a great movie. It just doesn't, you know, have such a heavy meaning for me as it does. Yeah. It as, wasn't, as it's going to it wasn't in end game. Like, like no. what end game, end game's a five star movie for me. Like I, yeah cried tears of joy this yeah. did not do that to me i enjoyed it i liked that they were right. able to pull it off but it wasn't on that level for me no i totally yeah. agree I agree with yeah, that i had an awful lot of fun yeah, yeah I, as far as a film you know I, you know you gotta again we just saw it we gotta let it soak in a little bit yeah, and think yeah. some more about it and watch it a few more times but yeah i it yeah it, it wasn't the greatest thing but it was just Again, they pulled it off, and it was an enjoyable time. Now, you know what I did not? My biggest disappointment was... No James Franco. Well, that crossed my mind multiple times in the movie. Was I was like, when is James Franco going to come in and eat his own? Because I was going to watch see if Cliff got up and left the theater. Yeah. (laughs) That's why you were sitting three rows behind me. You know he'd have made a a grunt out loud or something. I had my camera. I was going to film Cliff's storming out. Throw my popcorn and my drink at the screen. (laughs) That would have been priceless footage. Yeah. That's amazing. I... (laughs) No, my biggest disappointment was okay. So they have all these post-credit things after all these movies. Well, when you're someone that I rec- just said a f- several minutes ago that I don't like watching trailers anymore, this <laughs> was the first time that that we did not get some sort of stinger. We got a, a trailer. trailer. Yeah, we did. And I, I do not somebody, like that. Somebody mentioned they did that at the end of. Captain America, maybe first Avenger, like it's the early, early Marvel days. Well, they did a trailer that. like that. that but I just read that, that online. Don't quote me. But so it's not it's not the first time they've done it, apparently. Well, but yeah, I didn't like I it. Hated I hated like, it. I was like, this is going on too, too long. That's not what we ever got. I wanted some. 10 second comment from mm. that story. I knew it was going to be something from the multiverse. But not a trailer of the movie. I was just like, get me out of here. This is not what I want to see. Yeah, like if he had just yeah. walked up to Wanda and be like, Wanda, I need your help. For that kind Perfect. Of thing. Like that's, that's what we That's exactly what yeah. I was expecting was yeah. that. So I need you for the multiverse initiative. And that's it. Just like <laughs> that, you know, but not the whole thing with yeah. Mordo and you know, it's just like, come on. I, I totally agree in the fact Lazy. that I really did. Number That's one, that corporate machine. We yeah. got to well, give you, I've got to advertise, but number one, um, the, the second scene waiting all the way until the credits, I was like, Oh, like, just give me a, you know, give me a mid credit scene so I can get out of here. 
Um, but both of them were highly disappointing to me. I just, I walked out and I was just like, wow, that was, you know, normally. You well, didn't like the, 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 the Tom Hall or the, uh, the Tom Hardy and then the, and then. Trailer. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah both of them. It. Because I thought, wow, that movie had a great ending and then they totally ruined it by these crappy mm. in, in credit scenes. Although kudos for playing magic number by De La Soul. Yes, that was good. That was terrific. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to do some rankings Maybe not overanalyze these things, but I, I got I made some lists. Just tip of your tongue, top of your head. Give me your give me your your, be, your your favorite. All right. Best Uncle Ben. Cliff Robertson from the Raimi movies or Martin Sheen. Hmm. I can't even remember man. Martin Sheen <laughs> doing the, again, the just, again yeah, he, he's in it for 20 that. minutes, man. Yeah, I, I remember it now. I definitely, cannot. It, I haven't watched that forever. Definitely Martin. I will say Martin Sheen between those two because the... I don't, I don't the, remember loving Cliff Robertson as <laughs> Uncle Ben either. I remember I'm take the white the rice. hair I'm and the take helmet the rice, hair, though. and he just didn't look like... I don't know. Yeah. Rice. He, he was Uncle serviceable, ben. but yeah, Martin Sheen... They gave it. I think they they tried to expand his role a little more and give yeah. him a little more to do. I just realized I was sitting here in my Spider Man blanket. Nice. <laughs> All right, best Aunt May. Oh. We had Rosemary Harris in the original, Sally Field with Andrew yeah. Garfield, Lily Tomlin did the voice in Spider Spider Verse, or Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, she's the hottest Aunt May. That's what you asked, right? Let me check my notes. <laughs> oh, that's the next question. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, I, I like a high-waisted Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I got to tell you, re-watching all these movies recently, you know, Amazing Spider-Man isn't a bad movie. It's mm -hmm. it's And, like, no, Sally I mean, Field is terrific. Yeah. And, again, Martin Sheen was really good, so, like, you know, they were really good, but I, I, yeah, I don't think anybody's done what Marissa Tomei has been able to do with that role. More money. All right, who is his best love interest? Kirsten Dunst as the original Mary Jane, and the third one, Bryce Dallas Howard showed up as Gwen Stacy, mm. or we had Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy in the, in the second series. Uh, animated, we had Haley Steinfeld was Gwen. Was Miles' Miles's love interest, or Zoe Kravitz was Mary Jane in those movies, or in the recent one with Zendaya. Zendaya does a good job. She does a good job. She has some funny. She's wet, really quirky. Like the mm -hmm. way she acts. Like I, it, I don't love all that, but some she she delivers some good funny lines. Definitely um, not the, the damsel in distress. No. Yeah, my problem with her is she's too her the character she p portrays. Yeah, like you said, she's kind of off. She's kind of, mm. um, she's kind of nerdy, and yeah. has audio syncrasies that are more believable that she would be interested in the Peter Parker character. But I, to me, that does isn't the point. So, I would say out of the movies, I would say Emma Stone. Yeah, I was gonna say that 
But again, I'm just voting who was the hottest. <laughs> <laughs> I re especially rewatching this. I loved uh, Far From Home is not my favorite of these. But like when they get together on the bridge and it's this big romantic moment yeah. and he just kind of pecks her on the cheek and it's a weird, awkward teen kiss. It's not like kissing in the rain upside down. Like he's a they're weird, awkward kids. And they had a weird, awkward kiss. So I was like, that felt so authentic to me. It was, yeah. I was like a first kiss for a teenager. I, I, I really like yeah, her version. It's not face a tiger. You know, this is. Mm. She's a definitely a much more quirky, nerdy, hands-on Mary Jane. Like it's, I like that dynamic. What does she say at the end of this movie? Like I can't. I'm sitting here trying to think of it. She, right before you know when he's telling her she's going to forget about him and stuff. She says something really funny, and I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I'll think of it later. But I know first she says like. I'll just figure it out again, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. which was awesome. And then she says something else, but I can't remember. I did. But uh, yeah, what's your next one? Well, just being the first time I saw these movies, I had no opinion on Kirsten Dunst whatsoever. Like, I'd, I'm sure I'd seen her in some stuff, but like, I've seen her in a lot more stuff. I like her more, mm -hmm. the, you know, in her later career. Yeah. So going back and watching these early ones, like, she is really good. And yeah. she looks. She looks like a John Romita drawing. Like she has the 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 cheeks and the like. Yeah, she looks like she stepped off the comic book page. But yeah. Emma Stone's terrific. I, you know, I think she might she might even top Mary Jane. So. Uh, best Spider Man and or Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Shamik Moore as Miles, Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, or Tom Holland. Hmm. That's a toughie. I think Tom Holland is, is just taking the. He's the most the Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, I agree. I think yeah. more of his jokes land. Like I think it, it's a funnier Peter. He's a smarter. Like all the science stuff makes sense. It, it just it seems the most. He's well a very He's a very ultimate Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Like he's the high school, believably high school Peter Parker. You know, and yeah, he ha he's just very, he, he definitely, they're going to throw a bunch of money at him. I don't see how this guy isn't going to be Spider-Man again. He's got that they, new Uncharted movie coming out. Yeah, if it, that, okay, there you go. Yeah, if you were wondering if he was going to be Spider-Man again, accept the money. He's got that new Uncharted movie coming out. Accepted that. My kid's super excited about. He had that. He played that game for a long time. He's super excited about. Oh, this the, movie I've, out. I've played through that entire series. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, I don't know that uh, Mark Wahlberg's a good. No, but Sully. He he somehow will always gets in these. I'll say he I'll, weasels his way in. This. Yeah, um, yeah. I definitely like. Uh, I I definitely think Spider Man is more tolerable. Uh, in the Tom Holland, the Disney version. Um, but that's probably, it might be a little bit to me because he seems less Spider-Man. So. <laughs> it's more like Iron Man. You like Iron Man better. So right, like, right. Yeah. So I will say, Pe I'll say Peter number three. Um, number three. 
because I liked him better than Tobey Maguire. Okay. All right, villains. Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Alfred Molina, Dr. Octopus. Topher Grace, Venom. Thomas Hayden Church, Sandman. Reese Ifans, Lizard. Jamie Foxx, Electro. Catherine Hahn is the voice of Dr. Octopus. Liev Schreiber as Wilson Fisk. Michael Keaton is the Vulture. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. That's pretty good. Those are some, those are some great villains. Terrific actors, very good comic villains. My favorites out of those two are the Vulture. Yeah. Michael Keaton is a Vulture and Alpha Molina, Doc Ock. And rewatching Spider Man 2 a couple months ago, like, he's incredible. He's just great. I think he's the best. He does the best job. And, you know, I, that, that would be my answer. I like Keaton. It's a great, again, great. I was disappointed that he was from this universe, so he didn't get to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was because it took me a little bit to figure out he wasn't going to be there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not going to come up with some reason. I was like, I was like, he knows he's Spider Man. I was like, that was cool. They set that up. I was like, wait a minute, he already lives here. Yeah, so he's, no big he's deal. Too busy being Batman right now. Yeah. Again, but again, to me, all all these have elements that I really love. Like Mysterio, it was a great take on that of the special effects guy. Yeah. Um, even Venom, Topher Grace, like that idea of like a darker mirror image. Like it wasn't his fault. The story was dumb. Like Topher Grace did a very good job. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, iconic, memeable. And even in this movie, they they take it more. It felt like a more honest like, mental illness like it wasn't yeah. i'm a crazy villain like he like and willem dafoe brought it to that well i guess he's a fox is charismatic yeah. and like <laughs> electro is probably the worst villain on this list and he's still good he's like look i'll i'll do that but i'm not gonna be that nerdy guy you know maybe <laughs> i'm just gonna we'll just kind of mention hey you're different uh yeah but i guess willem dafoe was like i will sign on to this movie but i'm not gonna just be a cameo and so that great, absolutely, respect, respect. yeah, that, awesome. Play that character yeah. again. Thomas Hayden Church, a Sandman, from from a not great movie. <laughs> I, when that movie, I started watching the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, he's in this. I forgot Sandman was even yeah. in there, and he's the best part of it. Well, but yeah. to me, there's nothing as good as Vulture. Michael Keaton was phenomenal. They took a kind of silly character. He's an old man who yeah. steals your youth. <laughs> and they made him a vulture who took, you know, he, he picks out of the scraps and like makes something like that's that's brilliant mm-hmm. to, to, to take it to ground it in that universe to have a beef with Tony Stark and all the alien tech like and Michael Keaton just sells the crap out of it. So I, there's not been anybody to me better than Vulture. Now, I thought I uh, <laughs> when they fought and he shot the when. Uh, Peter's the spider legs came out of his back or whatever for a second i was like is this the first time in my life i'm realizing why his number (laughs) one i was like seriously like is this the first time in my life that i realized why doc ock is his number one villain that they both have eight legs like (laughs) because i'm not sure that that ever crossed my mind before and he drinks salt water of course right that was funny (laughs) All right, finally, we got to rank them. What is your favorite Spider-Man movie? Mm-hmm. Did this one, Cliff? I think you just you said earlier this one 
this one edged out everything else. This one's your tops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so I I think Spider Man Two with with Molina was a good movie. Um, again, it's just not not my fave, but uh, but I think this this definitely felt like something different. So yeah, right now I would say yeah. But yeah, I. <sighs> I don't know. I really like I really like Homecoming. I really I think Spider-Man 2 is great. It's a really super solid here superhero movie period like it's one of the best and but this goes so far. I mean it's just like the story to take all, you know, it's hard to pick a, a normal movie, I, I those are normal movies compared to this. This is yeah, it's almost not fair. This is like the old yeah. This is, yeah, this is not fair. <laughs> and but also, I it's I watched it a couple hours ago. This is against <laughs> your rules, Jordan. I, you're the one asking the question, and you're and you you say we're not allowed to decide something so early. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'd, I, I, it'd take me a while to come up with an answer. I just got to say the rewatching most of these spot. Wait, did you say, was spider verse a, a choice? Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't my list favorite. Them, but yeah. That, that's, that's my that's, favorite. That Sorry. That, sure. that, it just got easier. Spider verse. Okay. Into spider verse. <laughs> that's a fair, that's a fair pick. But yeah. Rewatching them. The only one far from home the, the, with Mysterio, that's the only one I liked kind of less the second time I watched it because it was like, I don't know, it, it didn't really do it for me and it drugged in the middle quite a lot. It's like this was not as good as I as I hoped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but re again rewatching all the old ones, I found something to like in all of them. Even you know Spider Man Three, the most reviled movie of the bunch, like it was fine and there was some decent stuff. Like there's really good Mary Jane stuff there where like. Peter's becoming more famous and she's like losing jobs and he's not paying attention to her. And she's like really struggling with it. It was like, there's some really good emotional moments in that movie. And then he does the dance and that's all anybody remembers. That's all I remember. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, I, again, I think, I think homecoming is still my favorite. I think having the vultures villain is terrific. Mm. Tom Holland that performance was, you know, coming off all these Avengers cameos and stuff. And that idea of, you know, if, if I, without the suit, I'm nothing, you know, you, you know, if you know, if, if I, I'm, I can't remember the exact quote, but if, if maybe you don't need the suit, if, you know, you don't deserve the suit if you're nothing without it. That's, that's, that's not how it, that's not the exact quote, but. What's but a again, danger? That's, yeah. that's the quote. Yeah. <laughs> the movies didn't quite pay that off later. He was still overly tech reliant and all that stuff. But that, that idea always stuck with me from homecoming of like, you know, Peter doesn't need enhanced vision and, and, and tracking devices and all this stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I think homecoming would be my number one still. Good stuff. We like Spider-Man. Even Cliff was able to talk about Spider-Man for an hour. Mm-hmm. 
right. That was something else. I'm excited. I said this movie is going to make a whole lot of money because people are going to go back to this movie and watch it a couple of times, I'm sure. I'm yeah. going to watch Spider-Verse. I want to watch Spider-Verse now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that will do it for us this time, right? Uh, we Spider-Manned it up. Yep. Definitely. If we missed anything, let us know. If you disagree on anything, let us know. Uh, thanks to all the patrons and folks. We, we put this uh, poll out on Facebook. There's a cat coming into the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was looking down. I just looked up, and Cliff was all of a sudden a cat. Sorry. <laughs> the magic of Zoom. The all cat right, daddy. Hey. Cat daddy. <laughs> cat daddy. My cat daddy. My name is Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to you later. Goodbye. No web fans. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man stops. The spoiler. Or does he? Spider-Man. Where are you coming from, Spider-Man? Nobody knows who you Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.